Well, we're counting down the minutes, the hours, the seconds, everything in the lead-up to Game 3 on Friday night. The Sydney Kings will host the New Zealand Breakers with the series locked at one all, and a monstrous crowd expected at Kudos, and likewise on Sunday at Spark Arena. Great chance for us to catch up with Angus Glover from the Sydney Kings as we just have a chance to catch our breath after what's been a pretty wild start to the series. Angus, thanks for joining us. No worries. Thanks for having me, mate. It's been nuts so far. It's been full on. Yeah, nuts is a good word to put it. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, for New Zealand to come in game one and still um, still a game at home and then for us to go do what we did over in New Zealand without Save and Derek, um, yeah, a bit of a nuts series so far. We're chatting midweek, uh, so is it a chance, because it's not only the physical side of things we'll talk about, but the emotional side of things as well, have you had a chance as a group to just take a breath and, and decompress a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. Um, obviously, we all know um, we had a 12-day break between the semifinals and the end game one. So, um, yeah, like in, during that time, it was a bit of a weird time as well. Um, and then, yeah, to obviously then go from that to playing on a Friday, Sunday straight away, um, obviously in a very physical grand final series is, um, yeah, grueling on the body and everything like that. But, um, yeah, now we've got this week to kind of uh, – get the bodies right and um, yeah like you said decompress and um, relax for a couple of days before obviously going again on Friday. Talk to us about game two on Sunday phenomenal outstanding performance by the entire group and I use the word entire group because that's what it looked like to us watching take us through it from your point of view. Yeah I mean um, everyone's talked about our depth all year and um, I think all year like really we've had um, like our two game winners have come from Quat and Brucey, so guys that um, come off the bench, and and so I think Chase does a great job of um, getting guys to play um, in big time moments, no matter if you're the, uh, the number one guy or the tenth or eleventh guy. Um, but that just shows how de- deep we are, I think. And um, I mean, anyone's going to miss two um, all first team NBL guys um, and the MVP. So um, yeah, I mean. Just, the, I think the way we uh, grinded it out, and um, I mean, Quat was sensational. Geordie Hunter was sensational. I can go down the line. Um, Sean Bruce was absolutely gassed. Um, <laughs> he basically was our only point guard out there. And yeah, um, yeah I mean, I can go on and on, but um, yeah, it just shows the the heart and the fight that these, this group has. How close is the second unit? So those guys you mentioned, yourself, Kuwait, Geordie Hunter, Sean Bruce, Jalen Galloway, um, you've lost a couple along the way through injury as well. But it, it looks like from, from when we watch, you bring starters out, you bring second team in, and, and there's no disruption at all. Yeah, that's just, um, I guess Chase does a great job and all the coaches do a great job of um, giving us that mindset just to come out and, and play aggressive and, and have no fear. Um, we know if we make a mistake, we're not going to be pulled for it or anything like that. As long as we play aggressive and and um, do what we got to do on the defensive end, um, that's all all the coaching staff asks for. And um, also at the same time, the starting group has so much uh, faith and trust in in us um, that come off the bench. And um, I think, I mean, you saw it definitely on Sunday, but um, all year we've really not really cared who's done the damage. Um, everyone's happy for anyone that makes a shot or anything like that. And um, I think obviously it came out a fair bit on Sunday, but it's been happening all year for us. Did you know going in that 
Xavier Cooks and Derek Walton Jr. were were going to be a bit iffy. Had you had kind of planned around what may happen, or was that just making it up on the fly? Um, I don't know. Um, Chase might have had a bit of an idea. Um, us players had no idea. Um, we kind of, I guess, knew um, Derek was going to be a bit um, iffy with um, with obviously the flight um, and the cramping situation he had. Um, and then with Zave, we had no idea what was going to happen um, as a playing group. So um, at the end of the day, um, we didn't really worry too much about that. We knew we had a job to do and um, with or without them, um, we knew we had to perform and um, obviously they, w- they were very limited, but um, like I said before, next man up mentality and and um, just to see those guys on the sidelines though um, celebrate everyone's success and really be involved in every time out, every huddle um, at halftime, everything like that um, just shows the character of those two as well. I was interested to hear Justin Simon talk post-game and he said that the coach singled him out a little bit in the review leading up to game number two and to quote the GOAT, he said he took that personally. Uh, was he the only one that was singled out? Was there, were there some stern messages for others leading into game two? I mean, everyone everyone copped it a bit. Um, but at the same time, like, um, yeah, Just obviously is our defender, as everyone knows. And, and um, yeah, I guess it all starts with him. But at the same time, um, us as a group behind him probably didn't do a really good job um, in the defense that um, the way we want to execute on the defensive end. Um, we allowed offensive rebounds in game one and um, obviously that changed and Justin just was an absolute menace uh, mm. for us in, in game two. And um, yeah, I mean, to have him as a luxury on our team is is amazing. And um, he had six steals, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, like just unbelievable. And um, he had his hand on everything and um, yeah, unbelievable. So just further to that, because there's the quick turnaround from Friday to game two, plus, as you mentioned, a flight over to New Zealand. So there's you know, the best part of four hours there. Was there, do you have to pick yourself up quickly as a group? Because no doubt that would have been disappointing to lose on your home floor in, in game one. So how did you go about making sure that you didn't carry that as a hangover onto Sunday? Yeah, um, I guess, obviously, we're quite lucky in this league to play two games most weekends. So um i think most teams in this league i've experienced obviously um losing the first and having to pick themselves dust themselves off real quick and and prepare for sunday so um obviously in a grand final series it's heightened a bit and um yeah we watched a bunch of film um and everything and um i mean the biggest thing was we just probably didn't compete as hard as what we did um on sunday compared to friday um we just competed so much harder on sunday and that was the main talking point, I think, for us. And, um, yeah, obviously there was a bunch of other things. But, um, yeah, like we just got to pick ourselves up and, and not put our heads down. And, and um, that's what we did. And, obviously, it worked and we came away with the W. And is part of that pace, and we spoke about this with Barry Brown Jr. as well in the lead-up to, to Game 3. We caught up with him. He spoke about the fact that they need to take pace away from you guys. That's when you're at your best. Is, is that something that you're aware of is just push the ball, push the ball and, and keep that pace coming? Yeah, I think everyone in the league knows we love it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think like we generate um, our offense from our defense. Um, we know if we can get stops and get rebounds, uh, we can get out and run. Um, I mean, that's there's no secret to that. Everyone knows that. And um, Obviously, when we're taking the ball out of the net, it gets a bit harder. And New Zealand, uh, I think the slowest team in the league, they love playing in the half court. And um, I mean, it works for them, obviously. Um, 
their pick and roll um, with Will or Barry and uh, whoever it is. Um, I mean, it's pretty hard to guard, obviously, but um, yeah, I mean, it's the ta- it's a tale of two two ga- two paces really. Um, they're trying to slow the game down. We're trying to speed the game up. So um, yeah, it's obviously going to be pretty interesting um, how the rest of the series goes with that. But obviously, game one was higher scoring than game two, um, but that felt slower for us, um, whereas game two felt faster for us. So it'll be interesting. No team likes to lose on their home floor, particularly the Kings. You've had a great record at the queue all season long. So knowing what we know now about what happened last Friday, is there is it just a, even just a small factor, a bit of pride to, to not want to drop two in a row on your home floor this Friday? Yeah, definitely. Um, like you just said the word there. We said that today. Um, at training was pride, um, just the pride we showed, I guess, in game two. But um, I mean, I think we're expecting a, a ridiculous crowd for game three. And um, we want to put a show on for the fans. We don't want to sit there and um, send them all home disappointed. And we know how important it is to try and go up 2-1 in this series. And and um, yeah, no, it's going to be a, a big, big game for us on uh, on Friday. Can't wait. It is going to be enormous. Angus, thanks for finding a few minutes for us. We appreciate it and can't wait for Friday in front of what should be an amazing crowd. So thanks for chatting today. No worries. Thank you.